Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode. As you may know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content from movie, TV, somewhere else on the internet, uh, something we haven't seen, and we try to talk about it and really figure out what's going on. John, what are we looking at today? Uh, today we're discussing a minute clip from uh, the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, and this is submitted by Davida, and the clip is called uh, Arrow's Laugh. Great. And this week's episode, well, John, you know we've mentioned previously that we're proud members of the Minimum Fun Podcast Network. Yes, of course. Love to share the airwaves with fine podcasts such as My Brother, My Brother, My Brother, My Brother, My Brother and Me, Stop Podcasting My Mom, and The Flophouse. Well, the network's rolling out a new feature where we will read your messages on the air for a very reasonable fee. We're calling it our Mumbotron. And uh, we actually have received one message already, John. It's from everyone, and it's actually addressed to you. It says, quit editing out Paul's best jokes. <laughs> so it's short and it's sweet. Uh, if you want to get your short, sweet messages on the air, send us an email to theminutepodcast at gmail.com. It could be a message to us, to another listener, to promote your business, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no plan for what to do if anybody actually sends us anything, so please do. We'll see what happens. We promise to give it the same quality and uh, assurance that we give all parts of this podcast, which is... Uh... Very little consideration. (laughs) Yep. All right, well. All right. So uh, my level of familiarity is like I think I've been in the same room when a a Twilight movie was being played on some TV at some point in time, Mm -hmm. like on on like a channel, not on like a DVD or anything like that. Uh, How about you, Paul? What's your level of familiarity with with the Twilight saga? So I think I watched about half of the first one in college at the end of a long night of going out freshman year. So pretty close to zero. (laughs) I recognize some of the faces that we're seeing um, from pulp culture. I might know a couple of their names or I can guess at it. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, We all do some stupid things in college, Paul. And this is about as stupid as we got. Um, Okay, so to, to do a quick intro to the scene then, we see three groups of people somewhat separated from each other in a snowy field um, i'm extrapolating a little here but one group is the werewolf folks one is the vampire folks and the central group is our three main characters and the main characters are talking to the vampire folks and this minute is just them having a conversation <laughs> a conversation of sorts i guess yeah i guess we, we only see a small part of the conversation yeah and we... context might help but maybe not i don't know yeah, yeah so um paul do you want to do a script read oh do i yeah okay <laughs> okay so no, I will no, be playing. I'm asking you, do you want oh. to? Yeah, yeah, we probably should. Okay, I'll okay. Uh, play the part of the creepiest fucking guy, also known as Aro. Okay. And uh, I will be playing the uh, all the sounds and the child. And uh, yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Immortality becomes you. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I hear her strange heart. Hello. 
Hello, Ara. Magnifico. <laughs> that right. may be one of the more accurate script reads we've ever done. I think so. Uh, yeah. And that's upsetting. That is upsetting. And and please don't sue us, uh, Twilight people. <laughs> it's the, the Twilight Corporation. Yeah. All right, John. What is your first thought um, from this this very strange clip? So we, we compressed it a bit. I mean, clearly there was a full minute of content there. Yeah, we just didn't it, wait around. It, we compressed it because we just uh, we couldn't resist. Yep. Um, so I think I think what really bothers me is that Aro, the the creepy guy uh, mm. who has the weird laugh and all that sort of stuff, he's dressed up like a really drab looking Sergeant Pepper, and uh, he's yeah. also he also seems to have like so much makeup on him like he looks very vampiric like i i don't know anything about it if it weren't for like the even if there wasn't talk about immortality and that i knew that there were vampires involved in this mm-hmm. i'd definitely look at him and be like he's a dracula and so like i think uh, i think part of it is just like the white the white makeup on his face that makes it look mm-hmm. so pale and then also uniform and like he does not grow hair and that he has like doll's hair on basically like it yeah, looks like what, he has a wig pressed into his head it does what it really looks like to me is if they took this man dressed him up like a very boring eastern european vampire and then put a child's face on him a little bit oh my god that's exactly what i was thinking it's like he's wearing a baby mask yeah and it's, when, it makes me really uncomfortable when he smiles his his mouth looks like baby's mouth like like with full teeth mm-hmm. but like it, it's just this weird sort of like yeah and and maybe it's because like the makeup and stuff like cleared out like all the wrinkles on his face like anywhere that would like give definition there's also the fact that like his chin ends in a perfect point like he's got to be wearing like a yeah like some prosthetic sort of chin like, point i don't know about prosthetic chin point but he's wearing like a weird neck like like a like a turtleneck sort or like a very just high necked uh, coat, so it cuts yeah. off any sort of impression that his head isn't just floating atop like shoulders more or less. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Aro is supposed to be the leader of these vampires. Um, I don't know how high up in the vampire hierarchy, but he's he's the leader in this scene at least. And yeah, I think there's a big swing and a miss with this character because he's weird and he's creepy, but I think he's supposed to be intimidating, one of these like ageless. Yeah. ancient vampire types um, yeah. but in reality he looks like he's wearing a child mask and it's it's weird it is it is weird and creepy and yep. uh i mean like i i get what they're going for and but the other side of it is like part of this is like i'm not sure if this is supposed to be creepy or if this is like a turn like is this like a tense thing because they're like at war like these two groups are at war with each other or is it tense because they're like trying to get him on their side and they're well, just we, nervous we can, about we can his save reaction. that for the for the theories john a little bit I know, but, but it's like there's not much to this clip other than the creepy aro and then the little girl who's wearing a, what was it a jansport backpack seems to be but before we get off aro entirely we need to talk about the laugh that he does oh my god yeah that's my, a, good, my that impression, a good impression well it, it doesn't really do it justice no though. i i think what they're going for in the minute is sort of a very out of character madman joker-esque laugh that's supposed to be really jarring yeah but it's it's not i think it's another big swing and a big miss from the twilight saga in a weird laugh that doesn't make any sense and unless in this 
earlier in the movie, we see like him laugh like that before he rips someone's throat out several times. Yeah. Even uh, then, I don't think it works. So my my baby niece, who I love very much, has an no. amazingly creepy little laugh sometimes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It's not the same type of laugh, but the way that it's creepy kind of reminds me of it. Hers is more of like a uh, like, like, like like she's like mildly possessed, which you and know. Even after she's that, tra- does does tra- she say magnifico? Yeah, magnifico. Uh, well, magnifico. Now, I'll just make sure that, to feed her that as much as possible. I'll just try do to it definitely. Her. Yeah. Um. But uh. And so it kind of reminds me in the same way. Like he's just he doesn't know how to laugh. So maybe maybe he's just a very droll mm. vampire all the time, and now he's just like figuring out how laughter works for the first time in like centuries or something like that it is possible i mean well let's circle back to the the top of the minute for a second here okay. um we open on Kristen stewart wearing this grimace oh, right yeah. makes me think she really doesn't want to be talking to this creepy as hell vampire man and he's pretty yeah. creepy so i wouldn't want to be talking with him either but it looks like in context she doesn't want to be there yeah i think that's safe to say and then, and then there's the 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 male lead, the the male love interest, What's the handsome fellow. Yeah, handsome fellow. Edward handsome Ed, fellow. Is it Edward Cullen? Is that the name of the actor or the vampire? Um, shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna remember. I'm not. I'm not invested enough in the Twilight series to know that. <laughs> no, I. No. I mean, I thought that's what you had under the curtain with the bookshelf underneath it. Was just the entire Twilight series, Paul. John, you're, you're ruining the surprise for my <laughs> Twilight page by page podcast that I'm going to start. I'm sorry, Paul. I didn't mean. I'll edit it's this part Twi- out. Wait. Well, you should because it's going to be called Twilight at Twilight, and every evening I'll read a single page aloud <laughs> of the Twilight series. Paul, I, I, you, you're joking, but I would, I would produce that podcast if you. Want. Well, I feel we'll like we'd run list. into some some copyright problems by like. You know, it it might take like forever to do, but like theoretically, <laughs> we would be just releasing Twilight page by page, <laughs> page by page audiobooks. Yeah. yeah. All right. So All right, well, we've got Edward Cullen here. He seems less perturbed. Like he has different acting directions than uh, uh, what was her name? Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. That's it. Then Kristen yeah. Stewart has Kristen Stewart has absolute repulsed by this guy. Edward Cullen has like. Uh, my face doesn't move. <laughs> yeah, he has like that that strong jaw that it seems like his acting direction was okay. Jut out your strong jaw a little bit and just <laughs> clench, stand there. Clench your jaw a little bit. Yeah, and look look fabulous. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, talking through it a little bit here, John, we find out that Kristen Stewart's now immortal. If memory serves, she was not a vampire in the first Twilight anyway, because she um, was obsessed with dating this vampire guy is that yeah. right um i i think i think my general like the zeitgeist that is twilight uh mm-hmm. i think i think what i know from it is is that she does eventually become a vampire uh, okay. or at least immortal i i'm not sure i'm pretty sure she becomes a vampire and so that mm-hmm. leads me to believe that the little girl is their daughter right okay but if the little girl has a strange heart that is beating yeah. Presumably, they had her as a daughter before Kristen Stewart became a vampire. That's what I'm guessing. So this is like a half vampire girl. That's that's what I'm thinking. Is like and that's what makes that, her magnificent. That's the significance of this, yeah. Because yeah. um, 
because uh, vampire and human got down. And they had a half Word. vampire, half human. So she's basically Blade, is what I think this is. Now, Paul, oh, she's I, a daywalker. Wait, everybody's a daywalker. Yeah. Though. Well, no, they just glitter if it's if it's uh, the sun, right? Like they don't. I, I, th- I think they shine bright like a diamond. But yeah, yeah go on. Um, so my question, Paul, is why aren't there more Blade movies? I remember them very fondly. Yeah. They're really but good. I, like, well, at least Blade 2 is re- very, very good. Blade 1's pretty good, too. Uh, Blade 3 has huh. Ryan Reynolds in it, I think. That that instantly oh, makes that, it... I was going like, to say, that's why there's not more Blade movies. <laughs> probably. I mean, Sorry, get, uh, Ryan Reynolds, friend of the show. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, if only. No, Ryan Reynolds is great. I just feel like that time period in Ryan Reynolds' acting career leads me to believe that it was not a good choice. Because... He was in, like, all of those, like, sort of raunchy comedy sort of things where he had right. a very specific, uh, you know, role that he played, like, just, like, asshole guy. And I mm-hmm. don't know. That's it's not really my thing. And so, like, that, that mid-2000s Ryan Reynolds streak, not great. But Ryan Reynolds today is all right, I think. Yeah, but we're talking about Twilight today, John. Um, oh, we are. Yeah, not sorry. not Blade, and then Ryan Reynolds, and then we should talk more about Blade later, though. But yeah. swinging back to these vampires, I want to talk about the extras in the background. Mm-hmm. On the vampire side, they're incredibly inconsistent. Uh, yeah, a motley there's a, crew, if you will. They're definitely true. I mean, there's one woman and one other guy who look like they're in full makeup, really vamped up. One guy who's wearing the cloak and all, but just has a very normal haircut, and then. There's a guy on the far right, uh, camera right, who looks like he's just wearing a Carhartt jacket. I mean, every everybody else is in, like, cloaks and robes. I mean, pretty boring vampire outfits, but, like, they bothered to dress up for it. It's nice yeah. of them. And then there's this asshole who's like, no, it's cold. I'm wearing my coat. And they're like, you're a vampire, Tim. You don't need to wear your coat. I don't know. Wait. Oh, you mean the guy in, like, the long jacket? Where's the Carhartt jacket? Oh, yeah, I see him. Oh, he's on the left. Yeah, he's just wearing a cart. Uh, I mean, it's a dark... It, it could be a dark wool jacket. I don't know. It's true. He's just the one who doesn't match. Yeah, he de- He definitely looks like he just walked off, like, the plant line or, like, from driving a tractor or a large shovel around somewhere. He's I like, like the oh. idea of an immortal vampire who still works at the plant. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, maybe there's... It's maybe a it's, living. Maybe it's... <laughs> It's a living, exactly. Um, I don't know, maybe they make blood bags or something. Or... Yeah, they might, they could be, they could be useful. I think that or... came up in Blade, didn't it? I think so. I think he, I think he has, like, a stash of blood bags. Yeah. I, I think we're going to watch Blade later, John. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, f- for me, there's only a couple other points to really bring up about the scene. One is that I think the two main characters are being paid by the word in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they don't say anything. Yeah, you. We can't afford another Christian Stewart line. Like no, no more. <laughs> or well, I mean, but by this point, she was more of an established actress, really. I think she'd actually been good in a number of things. She's like a real actress, so I think by this late in the series, it's probably significantly more expensive to keep mm, her in. Maybe I, I have a feeling that their contracts were written up for all of the Twilight movies. Oh, that could be true too. Yeah. I mean, like that's. But, that's like how like I think that's how these movies are usually go is like hey you're gonna be doing this we'll give you this amount of money over this period of time mm. and yeah 
Although that could also be why she doesn't say a single thing. She's like, no, I'm obligated to be here physically. I like that idea. Like, it's like a small protest. Just out of protest. And yeah. not just because, like, we really want to be creeped out by this guy. Also, like, why is this little girl going up and touching a stranger's face? I mean, she addresses well, him by name, but it it's also weird that she addresses him by Hello, Aro, instead of, like... It's true. Mr. Aro. Hello, Mr. Aro, or Hello, Mr. Flandergast, hello, or whatever Uncle his name Aro. is. Exactly. Yeah. What Kids do you think? these days, okay, am so, I right? <laughs> you might be. Yeah. But it seems like she's imparting some information to him by touching his face. And then he says, magnifico. But what do you think she has shown him to get that reaction? Um, I'm guessing that she's warm because I'm pretty sure vampires aren't warm. And if she's like half human, half vampire, she might have like, if she has a heartbeat, then she has blood flow. Oh, interesting. I thought she had shown him why kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but your theory <laughs> does make a lot more sense. Yep. Well, uh, the, the only other thing, one, apparently. <laughs> the only other thing that I see here, John, is it's also interesting that we don't see any of the um, werewolf main character, the other handsome fellow from the earlier films. Yeah. All we see is a CGI wolf who we, I assume to be him. Yeah. So I do I'm wondering, well. did did they also cut him out to save money? <laughs> well, I, I I actually would not be surprised if the wolf didn't cost more than he does, so probably not. Oh, you're probably right. It doesn't look that good as far as CGI, but it doesn't look that bad. No. So. Well, I mean, yeah. like, even Canadian CGI is... No, I'm just kidding. Canadian CGI is great, but, like... <laughs> savage burn on the film industry in Canada. Yeah, I'm guessing this mm. film was shot in Vancouver, I think it was shot on a green screen in Vancouver adjacent <laughs> to a forest that actually looked like this where they could have shot it. But, you know. Yep. All right. It's fine. So so there's that. And then there's, uh, yeah, the clothes are amazing. Uh, the Christian Stewart and Edward Cullen here, uh, they're both, like, dressed up like normal people, except normal people that only see black and gray. So, like, mm. um, Yeah. So what do you think? What are, are we going to you want to move into the estimates here, Paul? I think we should. Um, we're in an interesting position here because we both have the same general understanding of what Twilight is. But correct me if I'm wrong, John, but I really have no idea at all what's happening in the scene or in this movie. Is that the same for you? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I think it's safe to say that Twilight doesn't twist the, you know, narrative possibilities so much that our guesses couldn't be somewhat accurate like like i don't okay, i don't well, think there's anything particularly groundbreaking about the narrative structure of twilight um well let's let's find out john let's rock paper scissors for who goes first ready all right rock paper scissors shoot i got i did scissors i did scissors too all right rock paper scissors shoot paper oh you win i got rock excellent and great podcasting as well yep so my theory, and and most of this is pretty well um, an educated guess, I think, mm -hmm. is that this child is the child of Kristen Stewart and the um, handsome vampire Edward Cullen, or whatever his name actually Edward is. Edward Snowden, I'm pretty sure. Yep, exactly. He, he's well, standing in snow, so... I would um, like to report it is a Jansport backpack, okay? <laughs> we have confirmation, confirmation from the Associated Pressed. Yeah. Pressed, great words. Okay, um, but... The child is a child of, of our two main characters. Somehow she's half vampire, and Bella's now a full vampire. Bella is the name of that character, oh, Bella, right? Bella, that's it. Yeah, cool. 
Um, so I'm assuming she was turned after having the kid. I don't know. And I don't really care. Um, they have arranged to have a liaison with these vampires. The general vibe I'm getting is that they're like the old world Eastern European vampires who've come to America to steal this girl, maybe to kill this girl. I'm guessing because she's the chosen one, long prophesied to bring balance to the force or whatever the vampire equivalent of the force is. The interesting thing is the werewolves are also here, or at least I'm assuming they're the werewolves because one of them is a wolf. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, either because they're trying to stop this meeting from taking place or because Bella is still having an affair with Wolfman on the side and brought them there as backup. What happens next? I am deciding, John, to live in a world in which this girl kills all of the Eastern European vampires <laughs> a la Serenity. This direction. Like, her hand goes there and then it slowly moves towards his throat and then, like, rips it out. Is that what you're thinking? No, not even slowly. She pulls her hand away and then punches him through the throat, and then it's a vampire showdown. But she's this little kid, and it's crazy. And yeah. I just think that's so much more interesting than anything that probably will happen. That that's the world I'm living in. Now. Have you seen Have you seen Logan, Paul? No, I think you, I think you'd like Logan. Is that pretty much what happens? Oh, it's it's. Uh, I don't want to say anything about it, but like, if you if you want that sort of like little girl versus uh, like a thousand military guys, then you mm-hmm. know. That's, so, John, what that's you what you're saying is, I, I'm likely to like an X Men movie more than the Twilight Saga. <laughs> I I feel like it's a risk, but I'm going to take it. I say yes, Paul. I think you'd like the X Men movie okay. more than the good, Twilight good. Saga. Noted. Uh, all right, John. What's your theory for what goes down here? All right, so I think that they're here because she's born, but I actually think that this is a like sort of like a fragile alliance we're going on right Ooh. here. Because I I feel like if he was an enemy, they would not let her anywhere near them. So I think yeah, they're the weird vampires from outside or maybe like next door or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe they were antagonists previously, but like genre fiction loves the whole like bad guy turned to the you know turn to your side either through like convenience or because they see or like a bigger a bigger bad guy or something like that and so like i think that's what's happening here i think he's a character that we already know and i think he's set in sort of like this thing so like there's not a lot of like hey arlo's gonna do this arlo's gonna do i think he's an unpredictable character because we know who he is and how he's reacted previously and so Mm. like i think he's coming in here and this is sort of like the like uh parlay of like hey you know these other bigger batter guys are coming and we've got this amazing child and they're coming for her and she should be protected and they're so, like in in your scenario though who is this bigger batter guy i assume uh an ancient egyptian mummy let's go with that Ooh, yes I, that would yep. that would now i don't think that's true because i think it's way cooler than it should be uh but i feel like it is so and that's what i want i want to live in a world where it's an ancient uh egyptian mummy i think that's way cooler um it is is he played by brendan fraser by any chance uh i assume brendan fraser has been blackballed because of communism or something at this point so uh i have no idea like i don't know (laughs) i don't know why brendan fraser does not get roles anymore he's apparently too hideous now i don't know anyway uh I'm guessing that it's, I think it's a woman. Like, if he's the previous Big Bad, then I think that the new Big Bad would be a woman. Uh, okay. Also because, like, uh, there's the whole, like, Christian Stewart being a mom, and then, like, you know, this woman comes in and is, like, 
don't know. I don't, like I feel like, I feel like that's an appropriate symbolism for okay. some reason. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so the Arlo and his band of misfit misfit boys here uh, and girls. Uh, they they end up like creating a tentative sort of peace uh, between them and the uh, vampire slash werewolf side, so that they can defend against the big bad that's coming. Uh, and I don't think the girl kills him because I feel like this this is not a movie about sl- like mass slaughter as much as mm-hmm. I think that all movies about vampires should be like action movies <laughs> involving uh you know stakes in the heart and whatnot. But whatever. It's cool. Um, or at least most. Like, you know, there, there's some good, like, traditional vampire movies. Like, you know, Dracula. That's a good one. Nosferatu. Two. Uh, yeah. Uh, Blackula. Three. Yep. All right. Okay, that's, so that's there's, as three, far as I'm going. there's three, three traditional vampire movies. Three traditional All right, John. vampire movies. So can you recommend the what I think is the final installment of the Twilight Saga to our <laughs> listeners? No, like nothing about this makes like I'm intrigued because like I want to know the answers, but I feel like a Wikipedia article could also get me there and and wouldn't cost me two hours of my time. I assume possibly more if this is like literally the final final one. This could be a really long movie. I don't know. How about you, Paul? You're probably right. No, I I don't want to watch this. I don't think anybody really should. I mean, (laughs) if you are into Twilight. Yeah. I, you're not you're not going to start here anyway. You've either already seen all of it yeah. or you've decided not to. Don't don't start now. Yeah. Also, like there's nothing wrong with being into Twilight. It's just obviously not our thing. And mm-hmm. and so like I I think that that's also something to consider is that neither of us are interested and like I like like sappy romance uh paranormal uh science fiction sort of stuff and this just still isn't my thing. Like it's it's just like a, a subgenre too far apparently, uh, past me. Or maybe it's just like my age when this came out or something. I don't know. Okay, well it's a, it's a no from either of us. But you know, li- live your best life, guys. And yeah. if you want to watch Twilight, watch Twilight. There is no Great. judgment here. Well, a big thank you to Davida for submitting uh, this week's clip. If you want to submit your own clip, you can do that on our website at theminutepodcast.com. Yeah, that, that is our Good, podcast our website. website. <laughs> Excellent. Or send us an email at theminutepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, message us there, yada, yada, yada. Always review us on iTunes, guys. It does help a lot. We've made it to the point now that if you search our full podcast name in iTunes, you no longer have to click see all to find the podcast because some of you have actually reviewed it. So yeah. please keep doing that. That's actually pretty cool. Our podcast is real. You still have to like... Sort of. I still have to like hard code in like our 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 Stitcher address because apparently literally nobody has listened to it on Stitcher. But uh, not not that you should. No. Don't like don't feel... Yeah, it's just funny how like, you know, Apple iTunes we can get on the page, but something like Stitcher, it's just nowhere to be seen. Well, it's weird. Well, anyway, as always, this episode was hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward with theme music by Paul Reberg. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week for our new podcast, Blade and Beyblades, where we talk about toys from the 90s and the Blade movies? Uh, Paul, I kind of love that one. That might be a keeper. All right. All right. We'll see you all next week. <laughs> see Bye. Holy crap, you made it to the end, we'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.